0: what's good y'all my name is dylan green and this is real notes a space dedicated to blurring the cultural and artistic lines between rap and film i'm here to chop it up with everyone from rappers and producers to journalists and video directors about their relationship to movies and how if at all film inspires their craft my guest this week is chicago-based rapper producer and poet samira truth we spoke about astrology, Dexter, Euphoria, Southside, Spike Lee, growing up listening to MF Doom, mortality, her time in the Umedia program, developing her craft, the pros and cons of oversharing, the influence of Sun Ra, and the creative process behind her latest album, I Got Bands for the Moon Landing. Come fuck with us. That
1: should always scare me when it be like, this meeting? <laughs> what if I just
0: left the meeting? <laughs> if <I was> like... <laughs> Yeah, they shit like GTL or something. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you'd like to make a collect, co- like, nah. okay,
1: it's okay.
0: What's cracking, everybody? Welcome back. Um, we're, this is either gonna, this is one of the first two episodes of season two. Um I, This is the first one I'm recording, so I'm like... <laughs> Yeah, like I, I, I like <laughs> like I I've, I've been on break for a month, so I'm just trying to get my brain back. I'm, I'm trying to get back into it, like riding a bike type shit. Um it's Dylan Green, Cinema Sai. Um, I got a lot of names. I do a lot of shit, but this is what I'm doing right now. We're having fun, and um, I got somebody really incredible on the show with me today. Um, the person's a rapper, a producer. Um, I think would w- would it be okay for me to call you a star child? Because I feel like I feel I feel like after. Child. I feel like after moon landing, it might be, might be appropriate. (laughs)
1: Laughing my fucking ass off. I guess, yeah. (laughs) I feel like in different forms, I see myself as like a star child, but sure (laughs) yeah
0: no it's that 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 it it was just like because i was listening right before i I was listening to moon landing again right before you called and i was just like this is like this is something that if somebody were to just like come in on this it'd be like oh this person must be a star child it just it just just made me laugh (laughs) i don't know why but (laughs) but what's your
1: sign sign?
0: i'm a pisces
1: a pisces (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: why does everybody hate the fishes bro everybody oh my god
1: (laughs) you should ask next time somebody says that not me though not me but next time somebody said that you should be like what happened what what was the situation where pisces like fucked you up i mean you gotta like listen to it and then you gotta be like damn i understand now you know right. No, nah, <laughs> that's
0: no nah, that's valid that's valid. <laughs> 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 yeah rapper producer extraordinaire one of chicago's finest she's been going for a little while but like it's really you know like i feel like it's starting to pick up some crazy momentum we got samira truth in the building yeah, yeah. hello hi <laughs> yo thank thank you for coming on my shit i really appreciate you
1: of course of course Nah,
0: yeah, this is yeah, um um my homie, I think our mutual homie Crash Prez put me on to Mira when it came out last year.
1: Oh, oh shit, yeah. And I love I love Crash Prez.
0: Yeah, man. Michael Michael's the best. He's 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 like the best at everything. He's uh he, he
1: really is. How do y'all know each other?
0: Um we met through he wrote a piece on Kodak Black that I cited in something I wrote when um Uh, When Tentacion and Kodak Black had all those sexual assault charges, I wrote a piece Mm -hmm. about like how fucked up all their shit is. And I cited Mm -hmm. his piece and he hit me and was like, yo, thank you. And we just started talking. And like, that's like the homie now. Like, like we're like best friends talk like damn near like twice, three times a week type shit. He's amazing.
1: He's he's great. Like as long as I know him, been so talented. And so like, yeah, amazing.
0: (laughs) How did y'all meet?
1: Okay, I think I know we met, I feel like we've always known each other in the scene, you know what I mean? Um, but I think we officially met, we were, I was in a workshop that Def C was hosting, and Atu, mm-hmm, Atu was hosting, and ah. Atu was hosting, called um, Rec Shop, and it was like a every weekend at Young Chicago Authors, they had like a little rap workshop, so I would just go there, and I think we we would see each other a couple times, within like... We really got into, um, I think, around that time, 2019-ish. I feel like we met before that. I feel like we met before that. I just can't remember.
0: (laughs) Yeah, nah, it's just like, yeah, things just kind of blur together after a while. Even the people you love, like, that's been happening to me a lot, too. Like, it's just like, like, like you know, like, it's almost like you can't imagine your life without certain people, but it's like, Mm -hmm. when did we first meet? I don't know.
1: I mean, like, he's just been here. <laughs> and it's crazy to just think there was a time that, like, there was people in—not just talking about like crash press—but there was people in your life that, like, are a consistent and, like, you just be like, "Yeah, I don't remember when I met your ass," <laughs> <laughs> and also it's one of the things where people always say time is a construct x y z and then you don't realize that too, you have to like look back at some shit and you like either yeah. that that seemed like yesterday or i don't remember that shit at all so yeah <laughs>
0: yeah time, time is a flat circle especially now and like mm-hmm. yeah i i don't even have nothing to add that's just that's just it Like
1: it's, <laughs> so, yeah. it's,
0: it's cliche at this point but like fuck it <laughs>
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> um, so let me ask you the first question I ask everybody who comes on here. What was the last movie or TV show you watched that you had a strong opinion about?
1: Um, I, like, just finished watching Dexter.
0: Oh, the new one?
1: I watched, so I'd never seen it before in my life. So, like, I got into when I went to New York for all of November, my friend's partner put me on to, like, Dexter. And from then on out, I had just been binging it from the very beginning, like, the old, like, one. And then I just finished it yesterday, like, to the new one. I just finished the new one yesterday. So
0: so, so when you first started it, how did you like it? And how do you like the new one? Because it's, like, I, a lot of people I know who fuck with Dexter were not fucking with the new the new shit mm-hmm. they just brought back.
1: Okay. And I feel like I, I was happy to have binged it. because, And I guess I just caught it where the new one ended. So I got to see it from start to finish uninterrupted. Unless see, I that's to cool. Break. I loved it. Um, but I feel like at first, Dexter in general, I'm just like, oh, uh, here go, like, another, like, white man we're supposed to sympathize for because he killing people and he got a problem, like, X, Y, Z, da, da, Then I got a little ashamed that I got into it. <laughs> 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 because I think, like, his that whole, like, Everybody loves a whole like story arc where the, the worst men are getting taken out by a bad man, if that makes sense. Like we love to, because I feel like we all connect with the, we got a little bad in us. So I feel like I always had just mixed feelings about Dexter and that didn't like change when um, the new one came out. And when I saw the new one, I loved the, um, the change in videography. Which is obvious because Dexter, I think, started in, like, the early 2000s. And then for yeah. now, of course, it's going to be an update. But it was kind of beautiful. The landscape was beautiful. I just am happy how it ended. Like, I kind of want to spoil it. Have you seen it?
0: Uh, I haven't seen the new season. I, like, <laughs> I have a weird, real quick, I have a weird relationship because I think I said this on another episode. But either way, uh, long story short, me and one of my best friends, we... Mm-hmm like when netflix was first starting to do streaming
1: (laughs) which Mm -hmm, is crazy mm -hmm. to
0: think about like back when they did dvds and shit no but i remember
1: that shit too
0: (laughs) that shit is crazy like (laughs) it's it's crazy that we're at that point with netflix right like so the first so like we watched the first episode of dexter and the Mm -hmm. first episode of weeds in the same night and he went off weeds is cool it's also kind of like okay i'll 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 explain later but he um so he started watching all of Dexter and I started watching all the weeds. Like I ran through as much of it as I could. And I never got to finish Dexter. I think I made it through like half of the third or the fourth season. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't actually finish it, and I didn't see the new one. But you can spoil oh. it if you want. Like, if anybody here listening, like, like, like skip ahead, like, right. <laughs> three, three five minutes or whatever. You could do that. We have the technology, but, like, go ahead and spoil it. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm all ears.
1: <laughs> well, I was very happy about the ending because the ending made so much sense. Like, his son ended up killing him. It kind of, they were they made it where it was, like, he had to. And I love, for some reason, I really like the term sins of the father, because I feel like that shit is like so true, and I was the title I believe, of that last episode, and I'm just like, see, all this time we're rooting for Dexter, he's like fucking shit up for real. Like even though he is being a vigilante and he's like clearing up the the trash of the, he's also trash. Like he's like created it where his like sisters did, you know what I mean? Like he's created where his wife is first wife is dead, like, he fucked up his daddy life, his uh, son's life, so I'm just like, yeah, I'm happy you got, because they did, like, a whole flashback, too, it was very dramatic, like, oh, like, it's the only way, like, you shoot right here. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, yeah, shoot him, but I don't know, that, that show, it was my Ben show, and I'm kind of a little sad that it's, like, over, but, I don't know. It was cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I get that because a that's like honestly like them finally killing Dexter is like that's kind of hard. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. that's 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 cool yeah. just because like it's 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 like the whole um since since I haven't seen the whole thing, I guess I could compare it to something like Breaking Bad, right? Where like mm-hmm. Walter White winds up dying at the end. I'm not sure if anybody here's. If you, if you haven't watched Breaking Bad, this shit's a decade old. Go watch Breaking I
1: Bad. I haven't seen it, but I know the, like, the plot. And I feel like I never was like, I'm going to watch it. I don't know why. I was just like, I'm never going to watch that.
0: It's intense. Like, I don't yeah. really recommend... Like, if you're not into that type of shit, I can't really recommend it. Because <laughs> it, yeah. it's like... Because, like, I was a dumbass, and I watched the second half of the fourth season in one mm-hmm. nine-hour stretch. Ooh. And, like, it, 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 was, it was like... And, like, I it was traumatized like uh, like i couldn't get off my couch i was i was just like (laughs) i i I was just like laying there like 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 i like i felt like i was like in a vegetative state or something just like why did i do this to myself i feel
1: like i'm being hypnotized
0: yeah like and it's just and, and you know like it's just one of those things where you just think to yourself like are we supposed to mainline television like this yeah. like, is, like, <laughs> like like is this type of content good to just like take in over the course of not. 10 hours type Dexter, thing,
1: like... I was like am I a murderer
0: but you know like if you can handle it and like that's what, you know, like, that's like, like, that's like the whole appeal of a show like Dexter is that, you know, you have that remove, but <laughs> like, from what I saw, it did a, it did a decent job of not like, I mean, like outside of the fact that he kept on getting away and shit, it did a decent mm-hmm. job of not, of, of just like acknowledging the fact that this guy is a monster and you shouldn't be him. But yeah. at the same time, you know, like he's white, yeah. people get, people get sympathy and it's, you know, it's a lot to unpack there and as, as well, with, as okay. with anything. But. it
1: is a lot to unpack. And I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know why I like I don't know why I like shows like that. I think I'm a big psychological thriller person. And I think it'll be moments where Dexter was got boring, but then it will pick back up with like a psychological, like, who is actually the mama. Who, da, da, da. I don't know. It's just, I love that <laughs> shit. I love it. I love it.
0: Yeah. No, I like that shit too um it isn't quite the same but the show that i like it's, it's not the same um it's not a thriller but it's it's just as intense i've been i've been binging euphoria over the course of the last week i seen the and... first
1: season i'm like i can't do the second i can't yeah. i just can't do the second it's it
0: good? It, it's it's cool like Somebody somebody on Twitter tweeted something along the lines of like Euphoria is just A24 Degrassi. And like mm-hmm. yes, you know, like that's, that's basically what it is.
1: I love and Degrassi. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, this it, like it's hilarious because Drake was on Degrassi and I think they're mm-hmm. bringing it back, but he also is he's also an executive producer on Euphoria and like he is. He is. Yeah, like I I only saw cuz I peeped the credits one time and I was like, "Oh, drake did this too so, it's, so like it's just you know he like i it's just like not that it's like executive producers don't have all that much power but it's just mm-hmm. like it's just like that tinge of that tinge of drama that comes with everything yeah. drake touches type shit it
1: just, it just made me laugh because i remember the first time i heard about drake this like middle school yeah. was like, have you heard drake like, have you heard drake his songs are really good. He's rapping. And I thought they were talking about Drake and Josh for like so for the first half an hour of this in inter- of this, not interview of this like conversation, I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, the white boy is rapping. I was like, no, 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 But they was like, no, it's this person. I was like, okay. <laughs> Man.
0: Shit. And yeah, now and yeah, now Drake is like 10, like Drake's 11, 12 albums in. and drake bell is uh in jail for
1: i think he's living a
0: child like
1: <laughs> a little, yeah literally in jail or still in that trial or hopefully in jail <laughs>
0: yeah like uh, <laughs> jesus but yeah long story short i've been um i i think i got one more episode to catch up on euphoria and um oh. it's it like it's it's like Degrassi in the sense that it's, you know, like, you saw the first season. It's, like, super dramatic. And, mm-hmm. like, like to me, the thing that's really gotten me is that it's beautiful to look at. Like, the cinematography is amazing. you it know. Really like is. Just,
1: it's really good. It's really good. Yeah. It's like this one movie. I forgot what it was called. But it's also on, like, I think HBO. And it's, like, The Sun got, like, anger issues. But it's shot just like Euphoria. I forgot the name, to be honest. But <laughs> I like to have Black people in it. I don't know.
0: Hey. It was it, it was it wasn't yeah. moonlight, was it?
1: No, what the fuck was it? Has something to do with like water. So the title was like waves or some shit like that.
0: I think I think it was waves. I never saw I never saw it, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah it's
1: a little. I kind of don't like it because they made this like black man look like I don't know. I don't want to ruin it, but she he killed somebody. <laughs> yeah. He killed somebody. Oh, I don't man. know. Oh man. It's so much with me and TV or like movies. Now that I, again, as I'm getting older and I know more stuff, I just can't enjoy shit no more. I'd be so sad because I'd be like, I don't like that. I don't like that. What is that like? <laughs> I don't know. But TV. What? A, also, the South Side. That's a good funny. Show.
0: Oh yo, I just I just ran through the season. Like I was just talking to somebody about that. Don't 20 minutes
1: ruin ago. it. I know, like it's not a show to ruin, but like I'm I'm like on episode seven of the first season and it's okay it's so
0: funny yeah nah like it's it's like maybe maybe the funniest tv show i've seen like 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 the funniest new tv show i've Mm -hmm. seen since maybe uh what's the other one i like though i like i think you should leave a lot but i think this is funnier than that like it's just
1: Man. It's, uh, and it's funnier when you like are from Chicago. I was born on the South Side too. Like, I was born on right. the South Side most of my little, like, young years raised on the South Side. So, to so, like when they hear, and I don't think the like Chicago shows center around those, that side a lot, or the community a lot. So, to right. hear those names and be like laughing at the jokes and get the jokes or get like, oh you don't want to be over there or like whatever it's just very funny to me so and yeah. the archetypes in the show are very i'm like i can tell there was chicago people in the writer's room i can tell
0: see so i play. i love stuff I, I didn't mean to cut you off i'm sorry
1: no you're good
0: um but yeah I love stuff like, like like I love I love stuff that's like really regionally specific and like not just to not just to like Jersey and New York because I feel like I feel like they're like the center of the universe and we've seen that shit like 80 billion yes, times which, is. <laughs> which 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 cool but like you know just like to see stuff like South Side and stuff like uh Detroiters which I mm-hmm. on, on which I've been watching a lot too which is basically like South Side but for Detroit it's great Detroit, um yeah. um but um, I was just thinking about uh um uh, uh, like like Officer Turner is maybe like the funniest TV character I've seen in anything. Yes. Like, she's oh, incredible, son.
1: She, <laughs> you, the it's the woman cop, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. The other yes. one's Good Night.
1: Oh my god, so funny, and she acts like a Chicago like woman, like that's a Chicago woman for real, like hilarious, <laughs> like I don't know. And the other dude, like the fact that he's like reaching for he's like, i want to go back to the north side or like he's like haunted (laughs) by like the south side or just haunted by like the. it's very funny
0: right you know what's funny i looked it up they're married um officer goodnight and officer turner
1: really see yeah okay okay i can't it's funny okay hilarious yeah
0: (laughs) yeah they're married and um goodnight is he's he was the guy who created the show and like he's from the South Side too, so like he's uh, so it's like he cast he cast himself as the guy who hates the South Side, but he like it's just I love
1: that, yeah. That shows like I'm braiding my hair right now. I'm like this is a perfect show to put on and multitask like, and laugh. It's great.
0: Yo, yeah. everybody go watch South Side because like I've been I've been yelling yeah. about it ever since I heard about it too. So like
1: it's so fun. Like and I think the way it is when I at first I was, I was I was I'm not interested because I think Spike Lee made a movie about Chicago, scarred me, um, there's a, sh- a show called um, The Shy, it's okay, yeah. it's not great, it's not like anything good, and I think it's very, from what I've seen, it romanticizes violence a little bit, and I think with Chicago, like, it's a tender subject for a lot of folks from here, the fact that a lot of people just be romanticizing, like, certain things, and like, putting Chicago violence together but I feel like I really like the South Side because it's just like South Side I think it's real to a certain extent and I think it like uses that violence thing to make jokes sometimes if that makes sense so like they'll be like yeah when they when um the Officer Goodnight was shooting on the roof and then they was <laughs> like they had to shut it down because the neighborhood was too violent I thought that was very funny like I don't know but Southside does a good job at kind of like keeping culture, like the way Chicagoans act and move. It's very funny. I love it. I love
0: it. Right? Yeah, I fuck with it too. Yeah, like take it from somebody from Chicago. Like, Literally, go.
1: It's, mm. it's so good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it's fire. I um, I I might honestly watch it through again. Like, I you I I'd just I just do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just to do it, cause it's a great. Like, I don't know the jokes. I love when jokes are like on it too you know what i mean
0: just on the money yeah like and and and, and like they make it look easy and that type of shit to like make it to make it authentic and to make it funny and to like not have it to just like get that balance of it not trying too hard you know like it's real hard to like make that make that come through and not just get it chopped down by people who don't get it yeah you know so
1: exactly yep
0: um so, it, so I'm really, I'm really interested in the base that you seem to have with media. So like, let's take it, let's take it like even further back than that. Like, what's the first movie experience you can remember having? Like, it could be at the theater. It could be at your cousin house. It could be wherever, like your first time watching a movie.
1: A movie? Probably there's a movie. I just remember my mom would have a lot of DVDs. My dad actually had like a whole flip book of DVDs. I burned DVD like with the name. He wrote the names on them. Um so there's like a couple movies that stick out. My mom also had like box DVDs that you buy. Um I watched I remember a movie called Claudette. I don't know why that like stuck with me. Like James Earl <laughs> Jones is in it and then I, I forgot the leading lady name. Um I think Oh, I don't want to be killed. Lena Horn, <laughs> I think is the name. I have to look.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. I feel like I've heard of that before, but it doesn't like super duper ring a bell. Let me see.
1: Yeah. It's like a um a movie about like a woman and her kids on welfare. Then like James Earl Jones comes in and is like trying to be like snuggle up to the the mom and they like, I don't know. It's one of them movies. <laughs> <laughs> Then you have for me the Wiz. Mm-hmm. I really like the Wiz because like the colors and like the the numbers were really good, you know. And I still remember to this day like she's a wizard. Like I don't know, just <laughs> just yeah. Um, and then uh, for some reason I'm remembering Click. <laughs> wow. Adam Sandler, wow. Gee, that movie. Have me shook when I was <laughs> young. Click had me in shambles because I'm like, he lost his whole life because he wanted to. I don't know. The message at 10 years old really resonated <laughs> with me. Was like, <laughs> I was like, damn, like I can't live my life, wanted to move forward quickly, like X, Y, Z. I don't know. But then him like dying in the end, the way he did, like fake fake punk dying like he like yeah. passed out in the parking lot they made it so dramatic like they was like we gonna have adam sandler run after his daughter and then pass out in the rain in a hospital again have you seen it yo yeah i've
0: seen it like
1: okay, like
0: yo that should yeah. had me fucked up because like the trailer the trailer didn't show you any of the sad shit. It was just like, he gets the the remote and then he like pauses on David Hasselhoff and he beats him up and he rewinds. And and then like, I see the movie and then he fast forwards and he's old and he's dying and that scene happens. And I'm like, what the, like, this is not what I was expecting. Like,
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's like, what is going on here? Especially again for like a nine-year-old, 10-year-old, I'm like, what? Hilarious.
0: I I can't even imagine. Yeah, like, I guess like, Cause like I appreciate gut punches like that. Like mm-hmm. not like I didn't feel like fooled or betrayed. I was like, oh, there's like, you know, there was more to this than mm-hmm. they wanted people to know. And I think exactly. like they did a, you know, like even even though it's not my favorite movie in the world, it's just, like they, no. they they did a they did a great job of just being like, boom, like you mm-hmm. thought you thought this was gonna be just be jokes. Boom!
1: Like <laughs> here we go. Yeah, and I loved like when they would go when the um, what's his name? I'm bad with names when I have to think of them. <laughs> uh, what's his name? Me walking. What's the name? October. Oh, Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. There oh, we go. Christopher <laughs> Walken. When he first shows him like the 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 remote, I don't know if you remember. My imagination is very. My memory is very clear. Like they. He clicks a button and they go into the remote like service and like their big screen is in front of them and i remember like, that yeah i love stuff like that i don't know like it's just so techie and kind of like i don't know yeah,
0: it's, yeah. It's, it's it's almost like uh you remember you remember the scene in the matrix where neo and morpheus are in the or in like the white space and then like the the like the shelves of guns come up you like you're you gonna, you
1: gonna frown me i ain't never seen the matrix
0: that's okay.
1: <laughs> a,
0: a, a lot of a lot of people haven't. I was talking to my man Alphonse about it on the last one of these. Like, yeah, like a lot of people haven't seen the Matrix, but it's should just I like, watch
1: it? Is it worth the watch?
0: At some point, yeah, like it's because okay. like the Matrix is one of those weird joints because like. Uh, so many people haven't seen it but like everyone knows what it's about like you could probably Mm -hmm. talk about like two scenes and you've never seen the movie you know like Mm -hmm. it's just like we just absorb it through osmosis um like the bullet time scene and um Mm -hmm. the whole concept of the computer it's like it's definitely it's definitely worth the shot because it's i think it's on hbo max but like it's it's like that's the the first one is like a like to me anyway it's like really 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 excellent the second and third aren't as good they might okay. actually be garbage but i enjoy <laughs> watching them and the fourth one is fine okay it's the, the, the unlike the new one that came out last month it's fine
1: mm-hmm.
0: um but it's worth it yeah no it's definitely worth it
1: okay okay but because i'm like because you know how sometimes classics aren't always good sometimes classics are just classics and to some people and we've all like co-signed to that. I'm like, yeah, sure.
0: You know? But- <laughs> yeah. Like we just agree for no reason. But yeah, like sometimes like even, like even bad movies, they'll like do like one interesting thing that like kind of that kind of like set the stage for something else. And like, that <laughs> makes it a classic, or at least like that makes it like a, like a worthwhile, like history item that's worth preserving or something, but either way, yeah. you know, like, and I'm mm-hmm. and, and, and like, it's all opinion at the end of the day, like, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, like I love Wild Wild West. That's like one of my favorite movies ever. That shit okay. is ass. But I love that movie. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> you know. Why
0: do you love it? Because it's um, there's a lot of really great memories attached to it. I grew um on um, my sister and my father and I like would watch it a lot while um, mm-hmm. I was growing up. And, you know, like Will Smith had the song and the song was everywhere like and 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 like I just love um I was really into steampunk as a kid and like the spider the the spider looked cool as hell and um Mm -hmm. the action scenes are pretty cool it's it's, but like it's just like it's just like a really like silly kind of like it wouldn't hold up today there's like certain aspects of it that are like oh like you know like it's nostalgic
1: for you yeah
0: you know like it's like 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 I can appreciate the way it makes me feel and I just like I'm a I'm a
1: it's yeah. so beautiful. Like, I don't know, just to think about how shit can hold weight because of the nostalgia of it. You know what I mean? It timestamps something for you in your head. So it's like, that shit is a classic to you. And that's right. Even if it's garbage, shit's good as hell. You know what I mean? Yeah. I it's remember a... the Scooby Doo movies, like the, Which the one? real life action well, I forgot. It's older. It's yeah. like older. Like, yeah. I kind of like that. Was it a good movie? i probably go watch and it's not good. But. <laughs> It's like a good movie
0: to me, no, nah, I feel it because I, I, I used to have that shit on DVD. I, I think I saw mm-hmm. it in the theater and then I grabbed it on DVD and um the guy who plays Shaggy mm-hmm. was amazing, like he was he was crazy with
1: it. Yeah, what I remember is that everybody was well- suited for their character.
0: mm-hmm so. and like even though like like Scooby-Doo doesn't look great in that movie especially not not now but like but 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 like everybody did a good job and like it's fun you know and um um, outcast Outcast had that song on the soundtrack too like it was was, yeah it's like
1: it's a decent movie it's a good watch feel good yeah
0: yeah you know and and like it's good to feel good we got we got to remember that sometimes like shit's bad right now but like it's good to feel <laughs> good <She's bad.
1: laughs> you think shit bad right now
0: <laughs> it, it could be it better is.
1: you know <laughs> yo and like yeah. and,
0: and you know and like and like I'm I'm happy you brought up that little nostalgia point because yeah like because like because like you talking about um the whiz like there was mm-hmm. there was something I wanted to say before oh yeah so when I was in I was when I graduated elementary school
1: mm-hmm. they
0: ha- uh they had like I was in the choir and they had us sing ease on down the road and that was like our graduation song
1: yeah like love like, ease on down the road
0: and like that was before and that was like before I saw the whiz so like I, yeah. I like I knew the song and then I saw the movie and I was like oh that's where it comes from you know like <laughs> so like I already had that connection to it before I even saw the movie and of course you know I've seen it and it's great and amazing but like yeah, just, like, those little moments really just, like, because you were talking about one of the songs, I forget which Mm -hmm. one now, but it's just, like, Um, the way those... He's
1: the wizard. He's the wizard. Right,
0: right. Yeah. (laughs) Just the way those, like, just the way those memories implant themselves in your brain and just, like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, you know, whether it's the Wiz or, like, Wild Wild West or some shit, it's just, like, it's just there, you know? It's just part of you. (laughs) It
1: is. And I remember somebody pointing out that um, I think the Wicked Witch of the West her throne in the Wiz was a fat toilet. And I just didn't, I don't know why I didn't like, even when she went down it, I didn't perceive that that was a toilet.
0: <laughs> oh, shit. Wow, it was a toilet. Wow. A toilet.
1: And that was very clever and funny to me.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you just blew my mind. I got, I got to go back and watch the Wiz now. That's <laughs> it crazy.
1: Because <laughs> clo- I remember I closed it shut. It like, it like. She's like, no, it's flush and it closes.
0: That shit is crazy. See, like, just like that's that's how you know it's a, that's how you know it's a good movie. You just keep mm-hmm. finding out new things about it. This movie's like what forty years old or some it's shit. Like
1: old as hell. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> that's wild. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like, I like I feel like. Like, I'm gonna ask this anyway, even though I feel like the whiz kind of fits there, but you could tell me if it doesn't. Like, mm-hmm. as you're kind of growing up and you get more experiences through watching film, um, mm-hmm. like, was there a movie that kind of made you fall in love with movies outside of, like, maybe, like, it doesn't necessarily have to be in an artful way, but it could be, like, just something that made you appreciate movies as more than just, like, a casual thing to do, I guess.
1: Mm-hmm. What did I really... I'm trying to think about, like, when... I watched a lot of, like, TV so I think for me, I was big on shows. That's cool. Um, I really liked Boondocks. Boondocks, I was watching it too young for me to understand most of <laughs> the jokes. but Oh, we all
0: were, son. <laughs> we yeah, all were. Yeah,
1: like we all were young. And it's just, I don't know, for some reason, I really um, liked and loved and fell in love with the creativity you can do in that medium, if that makes sense. Like you can tell a story, but also have these layered... M- like, hum- I'm really into, like, humor slash seriousness slash, like, mind, whatever, but I don't know. Boondocks was just, like, I love how these characters talk. It's very clever, funny, X, Y, Z. As far as, like, movie shit, um, yes, The Wiz. I think also Crookland. I don't know if I mentioned Crookland earlier. No, you didn't. Crooklyn is like one of the movies that I really love. Yeah, it's
0: just like a great movie. Yeah, no, Crooklyn's fantastic. Like, mm-hmm. like that. Like that's like like when Spike was still in his prime and like he didn't yeah. go and like make terrible movies for a decade because exactly. he did that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, 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 Crook, no, no, Crooklyn's one of the good ones. My father, you meant you mentioned your father had the had the, uh, the layout
1: um, the, the, the disc holder.
0: Yeah, so like my father had a he had like a he had every Spike Lee movie made from i think from school days up to bamboozled on dvd like i
1: forgot about bamboozled crazy deep deep.
0: yeah that's (laughs) like i can't like i've seen that movie twice in my life both times i had to take a break i can't watch the whole thing front to back it's It's a lot it's a lot a lot like Mm -hmm. so like my dad had all these movies and he didn't open them he just had them and he was like i'm gonna watch them someday and he just like never opened them but That's like
1: gonna be worth some money i know we uh it's probably not about money
0: but <laughs> i mean i opened them so it's not like it's, it's, oh, not, it's okay. not like that. <laughs> okay. i went i went through and like i grabbed um yeah i think do the right thing bamboozled <sighs> which ones uh school days is great uh jungle hmm. fever and there was another one that like really sat with me the Mal- malcolm, x. Duh, malcolm x malcolm x yeah but like but yeah, just like those were. That was it Spike for me. Lee, like
1: I, yeah, he. Oh, and Mo blues. Sorry, forgot oh, about that. No, that's Spike Lee. Like I don't know what the fuck happened recently, but like he, he was so good. <laughs> he was so good. Like he's definitely one of people like they've made their mark in history, and you can't denounce that. But right. it's just like, what are you doing? Right. It's giving like Kanye. It's like, Eek. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs>
0: I don't know yeah yeah like but you know like at least like 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 Spike kind of bounced back a little bit I like the five bloods a lot though um the army movie he put out a couple years back I thought that was pretty cool um, okay I gotta check it out um and, and that was the that was one of the last things Chad with Bozeman made before he passed away too and he's excellent in it
1: wow like, okay I gotta I gotta check it out then
0: um but yeah you know like it might be it might be that money that he took from the nypd to make those to make those commercials <laughs> that kind of fucked him up because i was i also like yeah he's just really his whole thing is really i feel like i've talked about this again on the on the show too but like mm-hmm. he his trajectory is just so strange to me like i don't get it like
1: yeah, he's just either.
0: it's just me like either. he like he's got classics and then he made like like an entire decade of misses like, between, like, what did sure he make? He like, made, um, uh, Shy Rack was terrible. Fucking old boy terrible. was terrible. Um, he made a bunch of, like, just trash. And then out of nowhere, it was like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna make good movies again. <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> it's like, I'm back. Like, hey, you know, I need, I needed a break to just, like, not be the Spike, Spike Lee. Spike like, Lee. I don't know.
1: <laughs> he made a lot of, like, Chicagoans mad. With, I bet. Like, the Shy Rack shit. It's like, Yo, that's what you don't do.
0: (laughs) I can only imagine because now I'm thinking about it. Now I've never talked to anybody from Chicago about how that movie impacted y'all city. Like, what was that like?
1: (laughs) I feel like I I didn't even like see all of it, right? Because I feel like I was like, okay, I'm not interested, and I'm just getting mad. So I think when it came out. I know there was, like, one person who was, like, it's Spike Lee. Like, you know how Spike Lee is experimental? You know, that Spike Lee always has a... But I was, like, nah, brethren, it can't... Not this one. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think a lot of people were just upset. Because, again, like, with Chicago, a lot of people like to speak on us who are not from here. Right. And that creates a lot of, like, miscommunication. Like, somebody get a coochie up, then the violence going... Like, I don't know. Like, it's just... I understand it was based on like a mythological story, but still I just feel like misrepresent- misrepresenting Chicago is just a cardinal sin. It's just so I don't know. Niggas ain't fuck with it. That's all I gotta say. Felt,
0: felt, felt. felt. Yeah, yeah. yeah like I just like I saw it. Um one of my homies got it on bootleg and brought it to my other homies crib and the three of us watched it. I saw the shit for free and I wanted my money back that's how much I hated that fucking movie like I was I was mad son
1: I was mad this ain't this ain't it it's just yeah nah nah nah
0: yeah pretty much just like nah like
1: (laughs) you could have kept this in your head push it back in your head hell no
0: like (laughs) you know like so like this is so let's do the other thing with music so like so like growing up like when did you first really start to fall in love with music and start to appreciate that
1: um I think I've always like been drawn to music period throughout my life because I started with I did musicals in elementary school mm-hmm. so I would sing a lot I would sing in my classrooms people would tell me shut up so sad <laughs> they'd just be like shut up um but then I think when I was more conscious enough to hear what my dad was listening to and to hear like some more hip hop based shit, he would play a lot of um, like battle rap ish hip hop or just like hip hop. That's very intense. Right. So I think for me, I was like, Whoa, this is a lot. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he was to that. That's how I found out about J electronica. Mm-hmm. Um, became a big, like, I think a fan. When it was like played in the car on the radio, I don't think I would look it up so much. Um, What else? I think specifically, I remember a time me and him went on the drive. We was delivering newspapers together. I was like 13 and I just accompanied him. This was like overnight room.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. real.
1: So I was like, I'll get up. I'll get up at 2 a.m. Why not? And I'll help you. So I went with him. And we played the whole mm "Food" album where he played it for me.
0: Oh man!
1: Yeah, and I had heard it before, but imagine being like sleepy loopy. It's like four or five a.m. and you're just hearing like MF Doom's voice. I think something clicked in me, and I like fell in love a little bit. Um, with with that specifically with hip hop, I've always loved jazz. I think so, Ella Fitzgerald, mm-hmm. you know, Billy, Billy Holiday, Lou, always. The, the basics folks but i just loved jazz first kind of and then that went into mf doom most stuff and then that was the rabbit hole
0: see that's really interesting that you started with jazz um Mm -hmm. because you know like obviously like hip-hop is made up of a whole bunch of other different things but one of those primarily being jazz and like Mm -mm, food is just like that album is like a dream in and of itself like even if you're like fully conscious like it's just I remember the first time I heard mm-hmm, food and that shit just like, like, it wasn't the first doom album I'd ever heard, but it was like the one, like I connected to that in just such a, I, I don't know why it's like, like the whole thing is just about food,
1: <laughs> but I just like
0: connected to it just some, like, it just I love stuff it.
1: like that when you can effectively like stick with a theme and like make it not corny and just make it so dope and just, I don't know. I loved it
0: right and like and like this is this is probably gonna sound fucking wild corny but like doom (laughs) Doom, doom always doom always reminded me of like a he always reminded me of like a jazz man in that way. Just like the just like his flows and mm-hmm. like the way he puts words together. Like it's just a yeah. like like it really, it really puts me in the mind where I could say something like, you have to listen to the words he's not saying, or like the word <laughs> the notes he's not pulling like, 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 yeah. like it makes me want to do that, t- even though I know it's like, oh, it sounds so stupid. But like, I don't know.
1: <laughs> he is like a, a great, like, if we're talking about the kind of the scat all over the place like random you know what I mean flow shit I love doom for that and he's just I don't know I'm very sad about his death the other day I was listening to a podcast about him he's it was like did you ever hear the one about MF doom
0: my home girl has been telling me to listen to that and I haven't done it yet I gotta do it
1: it's so I like podcasts that create like through the sound it creates the like environment and they the person hosting it represent doom so well and allows people in his life to tell the story about who he was it's great you should listen to it but just like it made me so sad I was like mf doom like will never able to hear me rap like he won't (sighs) be able to do that and it's so sad like (laughs) damn so upset.
0: <laughs> right like yeah like i remember exactly where i was when he fa- when i found out he died like yeah. i was in i was in, i was in i was in the parking lot of a dollar tree with my mm-hmm. partner mm-hmm. and i was um on my on uh, my homie texted me my homie adam shout out to adam he texted me and was like yo did you hear this news about doom and i was like what news about doom and i ran to mm-hmm. twitter and i saw and i was like it just like I, I just, I just, I'm still, like, I'm still shook. It's been, like, a year and a half, and I still yeah. can't, like, process it, you know? It's just, he's just one mm-hmm. of those people you never thought was going to die, you know? Like, the, like he, he'll live forever forever through us and yeah, shit, like and oh.
1: that's, I love, like, I say I love a lot already. I can feel it. I'm going to listen <laughs> back to the shit and be like, I love, but I, I genuinely, <laughs> I genuinely feel like he's one of the people who when you talk about felt like he would never die people like that are amazing because just like you in your lifetime in your short lifespan you were able to create something that so many people could connect with that it will live forever because he's going to be talked about for generations and generations and generations on you know
0: right and and like not even just because of the music but just like the way that he went about it like he just like he, he just took the shit by the reins and just like created his own he just created his own narrative that nobody had really done and like that make and like that makes him a legend like and you know you do, yeah. you, can do this, you can say the same thing about somebody like uh ronnie Spector who just passed away like mm-hmm. l- like last week like you know like you like you think about the ronettes like that's just mm-hmm. like their music is just like you know i'm like i'm um, my dad was a doo-wop r&b guy so like that was just mm-hmm. like you know, that was my childhood so
1: right like, just to think
0: not here is like damn like
1: yeah it's just so like crazy how again we think about time like time literally waits for nobody whatever that time looks like it just keeps like going we just keep existing and eventually i don't want to be morbid but i'm like eventually we're all gonna go so i think that that like sits with me a lot as an artist i'm just like damn like you know you're not gonna be here forever so you might as well just make your shit Mm -hmm. see
0: (laughs) i feel that too like i think about i think about that as you know like as as like a writer creative whatever the fuck like to me like art to me art is the closest thing to immortality that we have like Mm -hmm. that's like that's Mm -hmm. like artifacts like like your music like is gonna like your music is gonna live way past you and like somebody like 60 years in the future is gonna find like bands of the moon landing or yeah. Mira or any of the other joints you've <laughs> dropped and just be and someone's gonna be like what is this and it's you gonna know. be like a it's gonna be a thing that speaks to people and like yeah. you're speaking when you're not here type shit like or, or maybe you'll be here in 60 years but like you know like I you know what I mean like, hopefully <laughs> yeah you know fingers also, maybe
1: not I don't know shit <laughs> who knows what's gonna be popping off but yeah I just that's all I kind of want like if if down the line somebody see like here's my shit and it's like no this was a person a part of like a certain type of revolution or this is a person a part of a renaissance a musical renaissance and you know i connect with her i could i see where they was going i connect like i that's all i want that's all i want and i feel like i my death was not in vain like i don't right. even know how i would go but i'm just saying it it's my existence was not taken for granted here you know
0: right and nah like people you know like people are people are already starting to get in on it like it, it's, yeah. it's 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 starting to build a little bit and yeah, it's i'm, deserved, sad you know? about it. I'm
1: like no yeah, i, <laughs> <laughs> nah, oh God. Nah, I wonder okay. like i know you've interviewed like mad people so i'm sure you get like different like answers different things but it's so interesting seeing, like, where my music is going and the trajectory of it. I feel like oftentimes I don't know how to feel. I feel very, like, you know, a lot. The more eyes on it, it's a positive, also a negative. Because I'm like, okay, I'm not in my bubble no more. It don't feel like it, at least, you know?
0: Right. And on top of that, it's, like, pressure, you know? Like, yeah. like like I don't know. I, because, like, pressure works differently for some people. Some people don't care. Some people feel yeah. it. Like yeah like yeah like having more eyes on you means that there's just like I don't want to say there's like less room for error mm-hmm. but it's just like there's just like more people paying attention and that's yeah. like and that's scary like this is this is kind of this isn't exactly the same but
1: mm-hmm.
0: I like I remember when I first crossed over to 5,000 followers on Twitter Right. And like I remember, I remember when I first made it to like a hundred and thought like, damn, like a hundred people are like looking at the shit that I write, you know? And like, and now I have like I think I have like sixty three hundred or something like that, and that's just like, that's just like scary to me. Like, it's scary it's
1: like, as fuck, amen What? <laughs> you <know? laughs>
0: but you know, like that's, but, but but yeah, but like not to make it too much about me, but that's just like, like just like the general idea of like eyes on you and more yeah. eyes coming on you, like especially like. I remember when I saw um, Wiki and Sage say that they had you opening for them on their tour. Mm-hmm. And I was like, A, amazing. Look, B, like, that's just like more people, you know? <laughs> like,
1: yeah. It's just yeah. In that sense.
0: like
1: Yeah. And it's just crazy. Cause I'm like, you know, I know I like, a lot of folks I know I've met organically, which is kind of beautiful. Like Mike, I met him through like Insta and then we became like homies. And then Sage, like I knew through Mike and then we would talk whatever, X, Y, Z. And it's kind of beautiful to like meet different people organically like that. But I think once like you start have, making connections like that, there comes like the outside, you, you ain't established no like type of friendship, relationship, whatever with them, acquaintanceship with them and people just are part of your journey now. Does that make sense? So, like, the outside, well, there's people on Twitter, there's people heard me through this, and they don't know me, but they think they know me, because mommy. I don't know, but just, like, <laughs> it creates a weird, like, positive, negative, like, I love meeting new people and having new connections, but at the same time, it's like, when I write now, it feels like so many eyes on me, more so than just my own. And I just like, shit, I guess that's, again, like, talking about growing up I think that's a part of growing up where okay niggas need to be more solid in themselves you know because once other people are involved you kind of just gotta like brush them off and force them into the audience seats and not on the stage with you right
0: yeah right and 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 you're like that uh that um that divide is so important and so necessary like it's Mm -hmm. it's as necessary as you want it to be it you know like Mm -hmm. it varies from person to person but
1: yeah um
0: you know like we're all people and we don't all you know like some of us are like really open about who we are and what we're about in our lives and whatever and some people aren't and Mm -hmm. you know like you seem like you seem like somebody who's not like just like from all the music of yours I've heard, you're not like you're not like super introverted and like not willing to share. But mm-hmm. you know, like it's 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 like a reasonable, like it's a reasonable distance. It's not like it's not yeah. like you need to be in the crowd every time type yeah. shit, you know? Like, yeah.
1: Yeah. For me, I'm just like I treat my music kind of like a conversation, unless I'm like coming from a character point of view. Um, then that's different because I feel like I've done that before too. But if, if I'm talking about me, I'm kind of just more treating it like a conversation, more like my raps are like talking to somebody. And I think that that's what I kind of like is that barrier of a conversation. Because how how personal can you get? You can get pretty personal, but like for me, I don't like to get too 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 personal right. with people I don't know. So,
0: yeah, yeah, you know, like and, and you're like, that discernment is all you, you know, like I like speaking for myself, like there are times where I try not to overshare, but occasionally I'll catch myself being like, why am I just telling this person I met 20 minutes ago this shit like I've done know? that
1: too though I've done that too. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that too. i will be like, hey, like, here's my whole life story. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But I feel like that also speaks to how comfortable you are with certain people versus you know you know and like and like it's all vibes and like we're all pretty good at discerning who's worthy of uh, mm-hmm. that type of information. Like it could be you know like 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 uh, like there are people that I've met that I've just like clicked with immediately, and some that yeah. like it's it just happens, you know? Yeah, it and fucking happens.
1: And I kind of love that too because humans, we especially now, I feel like we're very like contact the sometimes we're very awkward in person and when you can meet somebody who you kind of click with it makes it more easier feel com- more comfortable so right yeah. sometimes, sometimes 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 people yeah. be sometimes people be like i don't know if it's narcissists or whatever but they like <laughs> hey how you doing and they get along with everybody but then you're like you're the worst person on earth (laughs) (laughs) you figure out later like you're the worst person on earth
0: yeah like it's just like trying too hard to make themselves look nice and then it's just like oh but you're not like
1: or cordial just cordial with people i don't know
0: yeah i feel it i definitely feel it um Mm -hmm. so considering all of that especially especially the bit about you kind of liking your music to be like a conversation like so like growing up and listening to music when did you first decide that you wanted to go from just listening to rap to making rap or just music in general
1: like Mm -hmm. um I think because I started out with the poetry background also like I did a lot of poems in elementary it's always the I'm sure Crash Press could tell you about the slam poetry to the SoundCloud pipeline
0: <laughs> oh <Uh-oh>, yeah nah
1: <laughs> yeah but I think like being a slam poet prepared me to be a rapper because with slam poetry you have to kind of like pace your words and pace your performance and it's very similar it's very similar um and I think one day in freshman year I was just kind of like This random dude who was in the Umedia studio was like, you can come in here. And he played a beat. And I was like, I want to be on it. So we just made a song. And I was like, I'm pretty good. So ever since then, (laughs) I kind of just practiced rapping and poetry simultaneously without even consciously knowing that I was doing that.
0: That's hard. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna ask about your time in U Media because I was doing some clicking around and I saw that. You, yeah, I feel like I feel like a I feel like a lot of Chicago artists of a certain generation have a really intimate relationship with U Media. So like mm-hmm. talk to me a little bit more about that and like how did and like you know, um how else do you feel if at all it kind of like affected the way that you create your art?
1: Um, I think you media is without having you media i probably wouldn't be the artist i am today only because the mentors there were made like the people who just worked there in that library center teen area and when i was in high school so 2014 2018 like were amazing i don't know what that hiring process looked like but they did they shit, and i like loved almost everybody who worked there because there was one mentor who was like good with digital stuff, who was good with video camera work, and I would work with him sometimes, and he would help me with my projects. Then there was another one who she sold, and like she was helping teach niggas how to sew, and <laughs> I don't know. It just I could go on and on about U Media, but I think it helped so much with my career rap me rapping in my art because it gave me the freedom along with resources so I had like I had the center to do whatever the fuck I want even if it had no nothing to do with music I could just chat and communicate and network with people and some of the teens from other high schools would come in there too and we would chat and we would like do little stupid songs together and we would, so I was like unintentionally practicing for networking, practicing for, you know, collaborating, practicing, talking to people. Um, I was also on the U Media Slam team for um, three years. So for oh, this wow. poetry competition in Chicago called Louder Than a Bomb at the time, it was called that we would compete as the U Media team. And it was like, Folks that I had spent most of my high school year with developing my writing with, so these niggas were all as fuck at writing. I'm like, no, nah, I'm a, I gotta get good too, so I'm not <laughs> like the the one nigga who's like not good. <laughs> you
0: know what I mean? Right? So like, yeah.
1: Um, I just think that I was just very blessed to experience you media because I feel like that's something that as a young kid, especially a young black kid, like. You need to. You need resources. You need shit to do after school, like to develop your craft outside of niggas telling you just gotta go to college, like. Right. Because right. honestly, without that, I just could. I just couldn't fathom a path to where I am today. I just couldn't. I couldn't fathom it.
0: Man, like that's just like that shit is so important. Like even like mm-hmm. even if you're not from Chicago and just like just like having having. Having those resources, having those people who believe in you mm-hmm. and having just like just being in a position where steel can sharpen steel like that is yes. just like, you know, like I, you know, like I don't know where I'd be if I didn't have certain people in my corner, like acknowledging yeah. um, I'm um, helping to uh, root me on with writing and just like taking the time to like show me what to do and how yeah. to do it and just like fostering it, you know?
1: Yes, and it connects directly with my like. I feel like I have a unconscious philosophy of like, you know, African. A lot of African like based tradition is very community based, and I think that that is very important for the development of everybody. Like, you need like a community grown up. The village does raise the child, and oh, I, felt hell yeah. I felt that. And I felt, and I think I was just again blessed enough to experience that and I'm just so happy because people every day or every other day after school I'm going in there and whether I know it or not I'm being affirmed in whatever I'm doing as a 14 13 year old I'm being like affirmed. people are like you're good like you you know or just even in workshops being like I enjoy this I'm gonna get better I don't know it's just yeah yeah
0: (laughs) yeah nah that's just like the other side of affirmation because like we think about affirmation as just like a thing where like you say it and it happens but Mm -hmm. like affirmation just comes at i can't i I can't believe i'm about to say this like it's a ted talk (laughs) or some shit but affirmation (laughs) comes through action like i I don't know why that just made me think about that but just like i just um like that like it doesn't even come just through your action it comes through like the Mm -hmm. actions of others and shit like
1: exactly and (laughs) affirmation just being like somebody being like i see this potential in you uh we're gonna workshop this stuff we're gonna do this. We're gonna do this. Like that's so beautiful to me. And it's so funny. One of my poetry coaches who I had for like I think one year during the slam poetry season or two years was in Southside. Hilarious. The wow. who um I don't know if you remember this scene, but she's the officer what's her name? I'm not getting good at it. she was preparing for a funeral. She was gonna see like old friends and stuff like that so she had like got her hair done
0: yeah 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 i remember this episode
1: yes and the person who's like every time a lady walks in the room he's like commenting on like oh damn look at that oh and then it's like oh here comes so and so she the thickest i don't know it's just so funny to see them do that (laughs) osiris is so fucking funny like i was like this is hilarious. I don't know. I've like, send you the clip, but <laughs> Yeah,
0: do it. That that's him. You talk you're talking about him?
1: Yeah. It was like one scene. I don't know if this is a recurring character. I don't think he's recurring because I only seen him in this one, but right. it's there at the funeral and it's like one light-skinned person with like little locks. And they like <laughs> they like. Damn, like with the thickness, I don't know. It was just so funny because I'm like, "Oh, Cyrus."
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's so crazy. Like, yo, yeah, you see people, seeing people you know in shows like that, just always it's, like,
1: it's just great. I just loved
0: wow, it. that's incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> before before we move on to like more specific like music, like 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 more specific like songs and projects that you've done, mm-hmm. I was just curious. Did you mentioned it? You mentioned it a little earlier, like, but if you could go into a little more detail about like the first song that you made that you knew, like, 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 I could do this, like, not even just Mm -hmm. like, I like this, and I'm interested in it, like, I could do it, like, did Mm -hmm. you have a moment like that?
1: Um, I think around maybe 2019, I had released a project, like, a little EP called, I Don't Want to Have to Yell for You to Listen, and I think that was the first time that I had, like, a little traction in the sit. It was just a little bit, you know, some minor. I was going to open mics, like, performing a song. I had, It was a song called Manifest. And I was just like, nah, I did my shit with this one because every time <laughs> that I would, like, perform it, people would be, like, pop, like, people would be just, you know, banging their head. I don't know. <laughs> so I think kind of for me that was, like, around that time, I couldn't say a specific like song but I think that project gave me a lot of like um confidence in my art and confidence right. I had released a project before called Wait, which was really good yeah. and really kind of like adolescent in my own way but I think that the I don't want to have to hear for you to listen was very I don't know I think it got shouted out in the reader just a little honorable mention and I and that was when I was like okay yeah I, I got that i got this
0: shit i got the shit <laughs> oh hell yeah yeah i was listening to i don't want to have to yell for you to listen earlier today while i was making lunch actually and oh, no. um, that, um <laughs> yeah no nah, i really i really fuck with it yeah it's like yeah, yeah between fuck boy bounce and manifest like those are the two songs that really mm-hmm. stuck out to me because i hadn't because i hadn't heard it before um i hadn't heard it before today but I was yeah. just like you know just, just just on some just on some general research tip like it
1: what, just, what's up yeah yeah
0: nah like and now you had it there I was mm-hmm. uh, just like listening to the beats and like, ugh, like nah it's tight <laughs> like I could see it you know I could definitely see that that's yeah you know you were there already like
1: and I had some like Lucy's on SoundCloud that I put in high school there was like a song called Don't Drown it's still up there but like ah that <laughs> verse I was like ooh <laughs> I did that I did my shit. um yeah but yeah I think like in high school it was definitely development but then when I as soon as I got out of high school I was like okay this is what I want to do for real so right yeah, let's
0: do it. and you know like going through going through all your stuff over the course of the last couple of days one mm-hmm. thing I noticed and that I really love is that you have a it seems like you have this affinity for group projects like or or like or or like collaborate or not group projects but like collaborative stuff mm-hmm. like you know mm-hmm. you know like you um you know you and mims the magnificent shout out to Mims, just put out that two-pack not too mm-hmm. long ago and um, mm-hmm. um um you and morgan put out mira back in 2020 like yes. And yes, you and is. you and um um you and trey johnson put out a project together and mm-hmm. like you know you just you seem to have this like you draw energy from other people in a way that not everybody necessarily does so I was just curious like what's your favorite part of working collaboratively with other artists and producers and what do you feel like that kind of brings out of you as an individual
1: I think that when you work with people I'm kind of picky about working with people sometimes actually because I'm like all right like what type of song are we finna make right now? You know what I mean? Or what <laughs> Where are we gonna make for real? And I think my best collaborations are with people I've known for a while. And like, we, I've like, like a little fox, I like, peep my head out. I'm like, oh, your sound is similar to mine. Like, oh, your sound is similar to mine. Or I can, I can see your vision with this and you can see my shit and let's make something. I don't know. I just feel like I have a good ear for when other people and my shit is going to sound good together. And also, I think you, again, with that collective shit, like you can't do the stuff alone in this. And I think your some of your best art is collaborative art. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I think, you know, like, it's, you know, things get, things get kind of cluttered and the whole like the whole idea of like biting starts to come up sometimes and I don't always think that like to me it's really to me it's really easy to tell when someone is like influenced and inspired by somebody and they want to make dope art together and then Mm -hmm. there's a difference between that and somebody who's just like biting a style which is obviously not what's happening here but like it's just (laughs) uh I think uh I think we're in a I think we're in a time right now, like, across, like, between, between everything happening over here in New York and stuff mm-hmm. happening in Chicago, like, mm-hmm. it just feels, like, it just feels like rap in general is, like, a lot more collaborative now, or at least, like, or at least, like, like, the collaborative mindset just seems to be a little more, like, Present. people just, yeah, people just feel a little more, like, connected to connecting with people, you know, yeah. like, and that's yeah. cool, I like that, you know? Yeah,
1: I think, like, um i think we are seeing another renaissance in hip-hop and underground or whatever and it's cool to see like not clicks necessarily but circles form and like to see the like a lot of like you're right a lot of circles are willing to do crossover episodes hella crossover episodes or other like circles or like (laughs) um even within the circle like seeing another artist collab with another artist is just so beautiful and kind of makes sense because that circle has a not a similar sound but everybody it's like the same little like gated community (laughs) you know what I mean that's the best analogy I can think of but yeah like it's I oh, it's beautiful to see, and I, I love to be a part of it, and I love to collaborate with folks, and, and that doesn't change for twenty twenty two either. I have like a lot of like collaborative stuff coming.
0: That's beautiful, you yeah. know. Like it, it's it's just uh, you know, I think I think I think that word community has because because like I've had this conversation a lot with a lot of different people, and like I mm-hmm. think the word community feels like appropriate, and like mm-hmm. it's just because like there's like all sorts of different definitions for whatever is going on whether you want to call it like independent underground there's Mm -hmm. there's a thousand different definitions no one really agrees on what's best but like yeah
1: you
0: know like this shit is just cluttered but like Mm -hmm. but but like to me it's always it it feels like a community and there's always people entering and exiting that community Mm -hmm. (laughs) in various different ways and like I just think that like I just think that it. I just think that general like air influence just makes everyone's work better. I don't it know.
1: does. It really does. And it's you and you see it because the cut co- like we tell my co- the collective is is a fire. Everybody is like yeah. on their shit or fire or you know doing the work. So
0: absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, before before we wrap this up, I wanna um I obviously want to touch on I got bands for the moon landing because mm-hmm. it's like. Like I I'm like no bullshit like the shit really like the shit was a head bust it was just beautiful to just what? sit with it and just I'm like glad you like it listen like I just um <laughs> I'm I'm just like trying to like put it into words like it's just so it feels like space you know like it just That's like true. it just it just feels like it just feels like floating with your thoughts and mm-hmm. you see and you see like a cool colorful nebula yeah. On, 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 on the side and just like a bunch <laughs> of niggas just like dancing on the stars yeah like that's that's, <laughs> that's 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 what it gave me listening to it front to back and um
1: yeah.
0: um just like talk, walk me through like the concept like what like why I got banned from the moon landing like what why what, why did you feel the need to go to space with this one well
1: the title is based on a conversation I was having with um one of my friends and we were talking about the moon landing and whether or not it was like fake and (laughs) i kind of have like i'm kind of like i feel like anything is possible we've seen enough crazy shit from the united states government that i literally believe that anything is possible you know whether it be they didn't fake it at all or they fake i have no i have no way to gauge that actually so i kind of keep it in the middle with that subject particularly (laughs) Um, but then I think they were describing to me how, like, just, they didn't have, they don't have enough money to go again. Cause you know, people always be like, well, they could just go again. If like, if they did it once to the moon. Right. And, and they were just like, oh, they don't have enough money. And I was just thinking about that days later, like, you know, what's a good affirmation for myself for just like now talking about the words I could speak. Well, I got bands for the moon and Hey. like hey like I got all the money I ever need it just like I got everything you know right here all I ever need so I think I was kind of thinking about okay we talking about I've said a lot in other interviews recently too like the concept of space like that's the there's the space in your head there's your room space there's your Mm. like there's so many different concepts of space and I think like us just existent and me being an overthinker, I overthink shit threefold, threefold, fourfold. Like <laughs> right. <laughs> so just like, there's so much going on in my head. And it's kind of just like space, like nobody can really see it or be up close to it, but it's there and exists. And like, I was just thinking about, again, the different forms of space and what that meant for me, especially when I was um sequencing it. So, cause the, the, the planet shit, the space shit didn't come until I sat down, looked at everything and was kind of like, oh, this, this sounds like space. It sounds like my head is going back and orbiting and like, right. you know, the ups and the downs of life. And yeah. So, and escapism too. Like, nigga, we don't want to be here.
0: Right. You I don't want to be
1: here right now. <laughs> 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 Beam me up, Scotty.
0: Right. Scotty. Like, <laughs> you know, like, like that made me, um, like when I first saw the title, it made me think of, um, it made me think of a Q Tips hook on, um, space program from fucking the mm-hmm, last Tribe mm-hmm. album when he said there ain't no space program for niggas. Like, I like, weird. yeah, but like we, you know, like space is, like, like space is something that a lot of people, like a lot of black people, a lot of black artists, especially if explored and i'm always really attuned to that and you know like it's you know like of course um Ra is a very huge presence on this album um it's like hearing his voice and i wanted to ask you since this is a movie podcast too have Mm -hmm. you seen space is the place have you seen his movie before
1: no i need to though
0: you gotta tap in and watch okay. space
1: is the place. Like, oh okay. my god. Like, I feel like I'm sleeping, especially if I use this for my like you dig. I'm gonna write <laughs> it down right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love, I love, I love just like listening to the songs and hearing him go, it's the truth, it's the truth. Like and, and it <laughs> took me a couple times to think and I'm like, that's Sarah, right, isn't it? So it like
1: is.
0: Yeah, you shout look- out, shout out to the shout out to the God, he's amazing. You're probably amazing.
1: not the first, but I think you're one of the first interviewers who picked up on that. I did an interview and they were, they didn't know, they thought it was Paul Mooney. Paul. Like, uh-uh. <laughs> like, it ain't Paul Mooney.
0: He's not. He's not. He's not. He's not wild enough to sound like Paul Mooney to me. Like Paul Mooney oh, has no. that like gravel to his voice, and Sunrise yeah, like yeah. gentle and shit. Like
1: yeah. And I I saw um my friend put open up um his orchestra. Oh shit. Like, hmm Um, sisters of the nitty gritty. I don't know if you're familiar with them, but
0: I'm not it's, actually.
1: It's with my friend Tiana Anayet, and then it's. Um, Brooke, the basses, and then this Angel Deweed Bat- as the um, like she does clarinet whatever they opened up for them over the summer in New York and the orchestra is so tapped in with Sun Ra, like even if that nigga is like dead and gone like he's not gone for real, like they are so right. tapped, I think that was very inspiring to me, I'm like damn like they really hold this energy that is like not of here and it kind of had a freedom to it and I think that stuck with me um especially while I was like sequencing the album
0: I could see that like Mm -hmm. and what so like what was it about Sun Ra specifically that made you feel like because like he's not just on like a song or two like his his presence is across like the whole joint Mm -hmm. so like what is it about him and the orchestra and just like his philosophy that kind of or maybe it's not that deep but like what is it what is it about Sun Ra that really drew you to kind of have him be like hover over the joint
1: um I think so it's not necessarily not that deep it's in it's somewhere in the middle I'm gonna tell you because I was listening to the interview it's kind of popular interview where he was just he kind of starts out and it's just like you know I'm not satisfied with the planet like I'm not from here like I don't really like y'all niggas for real I'm to leave like he basically just saying that yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I feel you, nigga. Like, and that accompanied with the performance of his orchestra that I seen. I was like, see, this makes sense with the the continuity of the album. It just like makes sense with the songs and kind of like drops you in and out of planets and like thinking about okay, I'm not from here. And I feel like that's a big thing with a lot of black people is that we sometimes we we feel like we ain't from here or because we've been rejected so much or we just feel like, you know, our spirits are elsewhere. Like we're accompanied by people who are not of this planet, X, Y, Z, whatever. And I just really, I like connect to that so much. So I chose to kind of let his voice carry the album, be in the glue more so of the album. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, you know, like and and like one of my favorite aspects of the album, like you were talking about freedom earlier and like and, mm-hmm. and, like how space kind of um, uh, how space is kind of associated with that. Like this album sounds very free to me, just like mm-hmm. not even, you know, like because like, you could take that so many different ways, because like having bands for the moon landing, that's freedom. Cause like yeah. if you got money, yeah. you got money to send people to the moon. That's freedom. That's freedom. You know, like the way, like the way you're rapping here, and like the way you, like uh, you, uh, you brought up the sequencing a bunch of times. Like mm-hmm. the way the songs kind of flow into each other, and mm-hmm. like, th- and, and like the different flows that you're doing on all these songs. Like no two songs oh. sound the same, and it's just like that. Like that's freedom to me, and like I oh. love, like it feels like there's a there's like a there's a concept kinda. But it's like very, very loose and very like, just, or at least to me, like obviously this is just my interpretation. But like mm-hmm. it's very like, it's loose in a way that feels solid, if that makes sense. I don't, I, I don't know if I'm explaining it right. You're but it just right on the money. You're like, right on the
1: money because there, when I was creating it, there was no specific theme. I feel like what I happened was I had was creating mad shit over a year or so. Looked back after a while. I was like, wow, I have a project. I have enough songs. Let me stop holding on to these songs. Because like, <laughs> my God is like three years old before I put it out. It was like three oh, wow. years. So I think I kind of took different songs over the course of my living and just kind of was like, all right, it's time. These make sense together a little bit, so
0: right like this like this feels like a this is me project in the sense of like in the the sense of like i'm all of these things like i can i can rap like this i can talk about this thing like all these things like they like they inform us of who you are but they're not like it's not like they all come together and like tell like this crazy complicated story it's just like this is me I can Mm -hmm. do this. I can do that. I'm thinking about this. I went through that, and it's just like it. it, 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 It's like a, it's like a charcuterie board, or like or like an appetizer sampler Mm -hmm. of like of like this is like the essential Samira truth. That's kind of what I got from this, and I fuck with that.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I think 2021 was the year that I kind of was started to grow in myself and be like, okay, filling myself out. You know, because right now, for instance, I'm 21. I kind of, I'm like six months into being 21. I think when like you're kind of 20, a lot of songs are from the previous year. Like when I'm right. 20, I was feeling myself out. I feel like a lot of people feel themselves out at that time and figure out who they are. I'm still figuring out who I am, but just like that was the year I'm like, okay, I'm going to put out music that kind of reflects my life, you know, just kind of reflects like, because I think before I was trying hard to like, I don't know. I, I would say true shit, but I feel like it was, it was real, like, last year, it was, like, kind of more, I wanted, I was being more intentional, right, about, like, being real, and just kind of being trying to honest, because I feel like Mira and bands kind of go together, in a sense, they kind of go together, it's kind of like a continuation of, like, each other, they're different things, and kind of live on different planets, but they, they're kind of, they go together,
0: right, I, you see, I can see that, too, like, there's like like Morgan Morgan's beats are just so like there's like they're just so they got so much texture to them bro and don't get just, me
1: started like, bangs, Morgan right? is amazing.
0: like yo shout, shout out to yeah like for real like shout out to Morgan like you fucking put your ankle in that whole and, Mira album like he
1: sent me like a whole beat pack and it took me like maybe a year to get through it right like right and get through it and I just it just so worth it he's he's amazing. He's basically been on like every project I've ever put out. I think right. so. I I feel like if I go back, he has at least one one beat on every project that I've. That's
0: put out. that's so beautiful. Including I love including including,
1: including his bands because he made the very last track. Yep.
0: Yep. Uh, yep. Yep. Yes. That's so loose, and you also you also produced a bunch of bands too, mm-hmm. which which um, I mean I don't want to I don't want to yeah I just I just I just thought all the beats were dope and I didn't like going through your discography I hadn't seen your name on production too much I know you've probably produced a bunch of your own shit before but like seeing it written out that way like just like that just that just adds another element to the whole like mm-hmm. this is Samira you know mm-hmm. like, like yeah because like,
1: yeah. 2020 was a lot of me experimenting with beat making okay um so I kind of had done it before but that was really the year for me to be like in 2021 but I just had a lot of 2020 meet. whatever but <laughs> <laughs> but I was like wow these sound like I don't know they sound like something that was curated for me because I remember I started sending out some of them beats to people and they would could just could not rap over them like they were just like uh-uh, I can't. Not that it was bad or nothing, but they was just like I can't do it. I can't do yeah, it. So I was yeah. like, let me do this. myself. let me just right. Let me do it. Move out the way. Let me do it. Right. <laughs> you
0: you know you know you know how to hit your pockets better than anybody. You know. Yeah. Like that's that's the that's the interesting thing about being a rapper producer. Like you know you can you can just kind of slot yourself in and you you can figure it yeah. out. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah. You hear you hear your like your shit you know
0: yourself (laughs) oh yeah yeah you already know like (laughs) um i don't got any more questions i think i think that's yeah that's pretty much it because we at because i i wound up asking the last question way earlier and you know kind of of an abrupt end but um thank you this was (laughs) like like i got like i I gotta tell you that like since kind of tapping in with with mira and like really sitting with your stuff and listening to bands like it's been really great to just kind of like you've been an incredible discovery for me and oh, I really appreciate you. And, and yeah like I really appreciate your music and you know like we have um, I realized that we have a lot of mutual friends and mm-hmm. um, I just uh, you know just talking about community I just really appreciate kind of I just appreciate being able to like chop it up for like a little bit and get to know each other a little better and just like yeah, of talk course. about bullshit, <laughs> you
1: know? Yeah. I see, yeah, of course. And I love like, I love those interviews that kind of start out or like kind of have in and out questions about something other than my music. So I really appreciated the beginning, you know, and even the end too, not, don't get me wrong. <laughs> but I just really appreciate like the questions that aren't about my music. I could just talk about, you know, my experiences with certain medias and how I felt about them. So.
0: Yeah, we're all, no, of course, we're all human. And like, that's like, that's why I do this, because like, we're human and we like, we like stuff that's more than just the stuff that we're known for.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I just, I just like to talk and I'm happy to, you know i'm just happy i'm just happy to i'm just happy to boost anybody out here who's doing like beautiful shit that more people need to hear about so just thank you for real like
1: (laughs) of course of course of course
0: thanks for listening shout out to y'all for making it this far and shout out to all the black people listening too because y'all really impeccable don't forget to like subscribe and tell a friend to come through next time one